coming to you raw and unscripted. Beaming across Ontario and beyond to places like Alliston, Mississauga, Mimico, and Gananoke. This is the Real Hickson Real Estate Podcast. Whether you're listening on your commute or putting on your suit, whether it's your morning stroll or you're on patrol, you just finished prayer or drop the kids at daycare, you're in the bar, your car, or listening with a bathroom door ajar, near or far, this is the Jess and Jero Show. Grateful for flattery and prone to inaccuracies. This is your guide to Toronto culture, people, events, news, but most importantly, real estate talk. Yes, happy new year, guys. Happy Welcome new to... year. It's almost February. What? Yeah, well, you know, but this is the first one since. The holidays okay, that we've recorded. There are, should be rules against talking Happy New Year, like, by the second week of January. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh, I'm just holding on to the festive spirit, I suppose. Okay. Which is about, you know, some of the only positivity that we can hold on to. Okay, fair enough. As we are still in a pandemic, Jess. I know, I know. It's rough. Are we, is it endemic soon? Let's hope. I think we're out of here. Get boosted. Um... Get vaccinated. What can I say? I don't, you know, I don't like to preach on this podcast, but just get on with it, mate. You know, like just (laughs) move on. Let's just, let's, let's progress as a society. What do you think? Yeah. Let's do what we need to do to move on. Now they don't need to hear our, you know, opinions. Well, on the pandemic. (laughs) They're listening. On the pandemic. (laughs) Okay. Is what I... (laughs) But uh, we are here to talk real estate. As you know, uh, thanks for joining us. 2022, the first podcast for the year. What are we talking about today, Jess? Some real estate myths. Seven real estate myths. We've packaged it all nice up for you because people have less of a attention span these days, apparently. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I could just talk on forever if people wanted to listen. I know. That's the problem with you. Yeah. Um, first up, we're going to talk about market conditions. Jess, what's going on out there? It's crazy. As we all know, there's a lack of inventory, lots of buyers. Bank of Canada held the interest rates. So there's some good news there. Buyers are ready to buy, but not many things to buy at the moment. So just really the biggest problem, biggest issue, just lack of inventory right now. Mm -hmm. It's the lowest in history, um, currently. It's something like 0.2 months, mm-hmm. um, which is basically a standard they like to use, uh, which measures how long you know the current inventory would last if everything was to sell out, and it's, it's 0.2 not months. very long at all. It's not very long at all. We are, yeah, still lacking some housing. Um, that looks like the government is talking about tackling that this year. We don't know how they're going to handle it, but it would be interesting to see what what they say. Um, either way, um, yeah, detached houses, even luxury is just crazy. Um, things have really like launched from November, December last year in terms of price. Now, January, February, we're looking at some pretty, pretty wild prices, aren't we, Jess? Yeah, especially in the like starter home. Yeah, anything of- entry level, like, you know, like people that can't afford a detached, they go to the semi. They go from the semi to the townhouse. 
They go from the townhouse to the condo townhouse. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously what will follow suit this year, I believe, is the regular condo market as well. Um, I, th- I think, you know, maybe the bigger condos, it's really going to be a push and pull kind of factor for um, someone ex- someone or, or a couple or a little family wanting to do a townhouse, but they kind of have to settle for um, maybe a larger condo, but maybe that price is too much as well. I mean, it's just really, um, it's going to be interesting to see how people behave. Yeah. Um, I think as well as immigration really picks up this year, um, you know, we're talking about the endemic in April, fingers crossed that all happens. We start to go back to normal by the summer. Um, that means, yeah, immigration is really going to pick up, especially as the countries around the world, um, finish with their pandemics as well. So, um, interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Big, big growth numbers is our expectation. Uh, but yes, the, the advice is, as just said before, interest rates are holding for right now. Bank of Canada, they said they're definitely going to raise interest rates this year. Um, Some have forecasted maybe 1% by this time next year, which is uh, is a big jump. Um, They're, uh, you know, the average is holding around high 2% now, middle twos. That's going to jump to high high middle threes by next year. So um, now is the time to jump in. If if you're renting, um, now is the time to try and... Um, jump into the market if you can. Um, either way, if you think you can, um, obviously reach out to a mortgage broker. We have ours that we can refer to you. Um, just try and get a, a, a 90-day locked-in uh, pre-approval, a rate hold, as you will. Um, remember that it's actually never a guarantee, but um, it's the best thing you can do to get prepared um, on the off chance that you're able to get into the market. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys are looking to upgrade as well, Now's a good time. Look, you're always buying and selling in the same market, as Jess always says. So yes, um, you might be buying something more expensive than you were thinking about, but you're also going to be selling your place um, for more than you were expecting as well. Yeah. Um, So either way, you guys, if you are thinking about jumping into it this year um, or upgrading, please reach out. We can kind of offer some assistance. We can, uh, you know, even just have a little yarn, just have a little chat about areas and ideas and Mm-hmm. Different ways to live. Yep. But uh, that kind of wraps it up, Jess. I mean, in terms of events and stuff, mm-hmm. and what's happening around the Toronto? Yeah, nothing. Let's not even bring up the Trump. Well, let's we bring up the Trump. No, no, we're not going to speak about that. But next week we open up at fifty percent capacity, so that's yep. something to look start. Forward. And um, yeah, the ICU and the hospitalizations are dropping. Yeah. So this is all positive stuff, guys. And you think? Here's the thing: you all think, oh, this is. The, these prices are crazy, but the reality is we're on the world scene now and it's comparing it to some of the cities around the world. And trust me, you guys haven't seen crazy yet. So um, if, you th- if you think it can't get any more expensive, then it is. It will be. Yeah. Um, so Jess, let's jump in to the subject matter of today's podcast, which is seven real estate myths. Mm-hmm. With our first one, uh, which is an interesting one these days is, well, I could basically do a realtor's job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now we talk about all of these um, third party apps, which by the way, I do recommend sometimes, um, you know, there's House Sigma out there, Zolo, whatever. There's a lot of, and they provide a lot of good information, and, but they're just, they're just never going to replace a realtor. No. 
There's so much behind the scenes that isn't seen by the average So much. Um, so many little um, nuances that a realtor will pick up on when even just viewing properties. Um, you know, what if you came up to a brand new building and you saw the word assignment sale? Would you have any clue what an assignment sale is? No. Like, and, and that's a very complicated subject matter. You definitely need a realtor for that. Um, look, you could, you could if you wanted to. Go look at the property. That's not an issue. Find the property. That's not an issue. Look at comparative prices. I mean, you might struggle with getting a prop comparable, especially with the way that everything's offer presentation these days. Yeah. And you have, it's like literally a guessing game and a guesstimation game as to what something's going to sell for on any given day. Um, but yeah, you could see the property, but as soon as you're interested in a property, yeah. Good luck. Like we are the quarterback. The realtors are the quarterback between the home inspection and the lawyers and the mortgage broker and the the this and the that. And, you know, you can speak to um, some of our clients and they will resonate that same fact with you. They're just like they had no clue, especially the first time home buyers. They had no clue how much went into just a sale or a purchase that uh, they just weren't expecting. Yeah. Um, and that's why there's people doing the job. And we, you know, we use our negotiation skills. For example, um, when we come to negotiate, we have hard facts, we have numbers, and we're able to, um, you know, kind of argue our point. Um, you know, that all goes out the window when you have an offer presentation and there's 20 offers. Yeah. But um, there's still, you know, strategy skills that we have learned over the years um, that we like to implement. So that that's got to put that to bed, mm-hmm. surely. Yeah. I think people are smart enough. To realize that they're not smart enough, correct? Yeah, there's everybody has their their jobs and their specialties and mm-hmm, the things that mm-hmm. they learn, and we're not trying to do other people's jobs. And- no, exactly. Like when I when I want, need to get my teeth cleaned by a dentist, like yeah. I'm gonna call a dentist. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, you get, trust if, the professional. If I get hit by a car, touch wood, I'm I'm calling nine one one. Yeah, I'm not calling my I uncle. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be able to help you. Uh, okay, so that kind of leads into this next one, number two, which is um, going to the listing agent direct will get me a better deal or I'm going to sell my house by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two things that don't work very well. Just understand this. Like, okay, on the buying side, going to the listing agent, they do not have your interests at heart. They have they don't have um, fidu- uh, fiduciary. Uh, am I saying that right? Fiduciary. Yeah, fiduciary um, responsibilities. responsibilities for you. They are going to serve you as a customer. Imagine going to buy the biggest um, you know, uh, monetary investment in your life and you don't even have someone on your side. Like that no, is, because their seller is, is the most important person. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, there are some tricks and some strategies that might implement to kind of uh, lure you in. Um, it's little just kickbacks. little kickbacks, all kind of stuff. It doesn't work out because, um, you know, there may be a hardworking realtor that's going to get you a better price than, than what you end up getting going, going by yourself. Yeah. And they're only focused on you as mm-hmm. the, as the buyer. Yeah. Um, conversely, uh, FISBOs, as we like to call it, which is the acronym for, for sale by owner. Let me tell you guys. We see a lot of listings and occasionally we will say a for sale by owner. Um, there's a lot of controversy that agents will just avoid these properties. And there's actually been a lot of write-ups in um, media articles ab- ar- around this. Now, 
as a buying agent, um, you should take your, your clients to any properties to see it, but it just gets so messy when it's for sale by owner. Mm-hmm. Um, you just will never do, as a homeowner trying to sell your own home, you're never going to do the same job in terms of marketing, in terms of networking, in terms of presentation. If you can really pull that off, like hats off to you, it is a tough tough process um you know for for us for example we have staging teams we have photography teams we you know we have a lot of services um as i said again we're the quarterback the realtors Mm -hmm. so we do implement a lot of stuff and there is just really the right way to go about things and there's the wrong way to go about things and just putting up a sale sign in the front of the house is not going to do it. It's not going to do Even it. Even with the market as hot as it is. And, you know... And you, you might save $25,000 on the commission, mm-hmm, but what mm-hmm. you are going to lose is yep. a lot worse than that. If there's legal disputes, yep. if things are done correctly, mm-hmm. if you don't do the proper marketing and you don't get the full sale price because realtors are going to be able to get you more money. That's right. Um, you know, just... As Jess said, you think you're going to save some commission, which is a, a great idea, but but in the long run, you end up going to end up paying more. Yeah, we see it. We see the. We saw there was one in uh, North York. We passed. We went into that area three times that year. We saw the same sign up, and he eventually sold it. But he's not. He, they they would never have sold it for as much as they could have got. Yeah, you know, and just like the legal implications legal are implications. massive. Again, you know, you could do it. You could you could get the buyer at your door, um, but as soon as as soon as like you start writing up an offer or or looking at an offer as a seller, it just really needs a lot more um, experience, expertise, and it goes beyond just realtors. As I said, again, it goes to lawyers, it goes to home inspectors. There's a lot of stuff that's involved. So um, I don't know what else can what else can more can we say? I think that's good for that. We the right realtor, the best realtor for you, which is us, by the way. <laughs> um, we are worth our weight in gold, and we're going to fight for you guys. And we're going to be realistic with you. We're going to be realistic with you, and we're going to find out your needs and wants and goals, and we're going to help you get there. Maybe you have six months to sell a home. That's a different strategy to I really want to move this month. And maybe where you're moving to, you have an opportunity now. Maybe in six months, you're going to get priced out of that area. Yeah. For example. Exactly. So, um, you know, we are worth our weight in gold. Um, Jess is just TikToking <laughs> right now. We're always TikToking. Always TikToking. Uh, guys, if you haven't checked out the TikTok, at Hickson Real Estate team? No, it's actually, actually Hickson Real Estate. And uh, check it out. Got a lot of fun uh, content. Bring in your news. Fun stuff. I did a coffee. Uh, I did a little espresso, uh, little video the other day. Really enjoyed that. Um, Jess, you can you can stop filming now. Um, <laughs> uh, appreciate that, but uh, yeah, you can stop. Uh, okay, we digress, guys. Number three. Um, this is a pretty common one. I mean, if speaking of TikTok, if you go on TikTok, there's a lot of people out there um, helping you with demystifying the market. And especially if you're a first-time home buyer, um, you need 20% to buy your first home, Jess. Nope. Myth. 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 False. False. Um, you could even do 10%. You could actually even do, depends where you're buying, not in the GTA right now, you could even buy with 5%. For the first 500000 For the first 500000 As I said, that doesn't really apply 
No, to, but it's the first 500,000. Yeah, the first 500,000. Um, you and know, then it, everything after that is up to te- as like low as 10%. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Um, you know, and we say first home because that's the rules. Now, of course, if you're buying more than your first home, then your primary residence, it is, of course, 20% um, as an investment. But uh, yeah, guys, there's, you know what? There's just so many creative um, mortgage solutions now. And talking about realtors being worth their weight in gold, mortgage brokers are being, you know, worth their weight in gold as well. Um, If you're in a fantastic prime position with your bank and you've got fantastic uh, opportunities or connections there, by all means, go straight to the bank. Um, I like to recommend personally that um, you go to a good mortgage broker and they're going to shop you around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, find you the best rate, find you the best lender. Um, you know, uh, if you're lucky, you can be on the A side. Um, there's obviously uh, the B side, which is more common for self-employed people or um, kind of other jobs that are a little bit different, which is kind of more common these days, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're a TikToker, if you're if you're an entrepreneur <laughs> or a TikToker, yeah. influencer, content creator. As I said, there's really, um, you know, creative ways of not only proving the income, but, um, yeah, getting you that approval. Yeah. Um, and they're always going to work for you. Always going to work on the right side. So, um, that's that myth busted. Should we just do busted as we bust them? Yeah, like myth busters. Okay. Here's a very interesting one, very topical one. Number four, list price is what is the price that they want. Yeah. Not at the moment. Now, there was a funny moment when Jess had a client and uh, we went to look at that property and she eventually bought that property. Good for her. And if you're listening, you know who you are. And her parents couldn't believe that she was going to offer more than the list price. (laughs) Why would you offer the list price? Why would you offer more? No, offer less, offer less. So what, what am I talking about, Jess? Yeah, so as we know, the strategy right now is to entice buyers by pricing the home with an arbitrary number basically and it's always less than the value to get these bidding wars going that there's 20 30 offers oh just sold for 400,000 over asking but we all know that the value of the house was not yeah it was never going to yep. be the list price yeah this is part of our job you know some homes are actually listed for a dollar which is a little bit rude if you ask me i think there's a lot of backlash on that kind of stuff. Like it could be a dollar, it could be a $6. Dollar. It, it could doesn't be, matter yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. Let's say the home is a million bucks. They might list it for something like $7.99. And then it's really like because of the blind bidding, bidding process, um, yeah, it really, you have to be um, a good realtor. You have to understand pricing and recent comparables to find the fair market price. Mm-hmm. And then above and beyond that on the night, it's really... Um, how much you want. Yeah. It's you know, a, how much you're going to pay for it. It's a sneaky marketing technique because if I, my budget's a million and I start looking at houses listed at eight ninety nine nine fifty, but that house was never going to sell for a million. Yeah. Uh, as the buyer, you should have never gone in the door, but you know, you go in the door and you might fall in love and maybe you push the budget and yeah. then it... And, and, then, that, and that's the key point. I might fall in love. And the reason they do this is they set it just low enough that you believe you can get it and you know commonly our clients get approved for more money than they were expecting to spend Mm -hmm. and before you know it they got lured in for a property 
And now they're writing offers 100,000 or 50,000 over what they're expecting yeah. to spend. And that's how they get you. And you know what? Half the time, they don't the the listing agent, they don't even want your offer. They just want a offer the from number. you. They just want a offer from you cuz if they're getting one or two offers, that grammatically changes when you get 10 offers. Yes. Yeah. Um, I always tell my clients on the on the buying side, you know, if it's just your offer, that's a very different uh, situation to two or three offers. Okay, I play that a little bit differently. Anything over like three offers, it's basically what are you comfortable spending on this home? Yeah, but then you know? they can pit like two offers against each other. Exactly, exactly. And this is what they do. But you know what? It's not all bad. Um, I've personally, and I'm sure you have too, Jess, dealt with some very honest realtors. And um, they've given me um, kind of clues or ideas of, of where the other offers are at. And, um, you know, we won't go into that too much because it's obviously very situational. But, you know, there is some fair play out there as well. You know, yeah, yeah. Some, it's not all doom and gloom. It's no not way. all doom and gloom. Um, it's not all sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of, you know, fa- you know, and there's, especially cause there's a lot of, um, skepticism and a, a lot of controversy around the, um, offer the, presentation. the offer presentations right now. Um, the different forms of government are talking about removing that potentially. Um, there was one listing the other day, Jess, I don't know if you saw that, that said, um, seller reserves the right to reveal offers, mm. which is tending towards... And me being from Australia, I'm very aware of the open auctions and how they all shake out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. I can't say that anyone's any better or worse. Um, Sydney prices are absolutely out of control as well. So uh, if you want, if you're interested, go have a look. The average semi is like $4 million in Sydney. It's (laughs) out of control. You think the prices here are bad? As I said. Um, Okay. But uh, basically... Getting back to our point, it uh, yeah, there uh, the the list price, you know, on very it depends on the market. Last year when we we're looking at condos, list prices were traditionally a little bit higher than what they wanted. Mm-hmm. So there was um, room to negotiate. There was room to negotiate, like in a traditional thing. But as I said, as soon as there is an offer review, and this is the other thing, you guys want to go on House Sigma, um, all those things, you'll never see the mortgage, uh, you'll never see the brokerage remarks. This is the main thing that we can see. We we can see that offer review date, yeah. Um, which which actually adds the confusion of yeah. why did this sell for a forty thousand you know well, four hundred thousand yeah. dollars? When you're looking like and you have a top budget and you're like going to the top of with the list price like maximum six hundred thousand, but that house that condo is never going to sell for six hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we're here. That's right. <laughs> to deal with these weird situations. Yep. All right. Number five. You will overpay for your home. You're going to overpay and in the crazy, and the heart of the market, you've overpaid mm-hmm. and you're going to lose all your money on your house. Yeah. Well, let's see what people said six months ago who were going to wait for the market to slow down to buy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and we will get onto another, the next point after this, which we'll add into this conversation. But guys, here it is. Let's say... You know, and this is strictly talking about the GTA. I can't really talk about the out of suburbs that have absolutely blown up. Um, I'm not sure whether they will sustain or continue to grow. I think they'll grow maybe at a different rates or there might be a little dip and it'll come back. But basically, you listen to this. You'll never overpay on real estate unless 
you sell at the wrong time, okay? Now I understand people get into tough situations, interest rates rise, the, um, you might be close to defaulting, okay? And you have to sell your property. And if you're unlucky enough, you will sell at, in, a, in a dip. But the market is cyclical, okay? It will always go up and down, up and down. And, uh, you know, we have some fun graphs that we always look at. Yeah. And yeah, they're dips. But guess what? The peaks, right the peaks are growing every year. Yeah. If you look at the 20-year mm-hmm. chart, like it, it, it does just continue to go up. Now, if you talked about some um, middle America town that had a fracking operation, all of a sudden on Main Street, there's massive cracks and homes are falling into the ground. That's an extreme situation. That is where you will lose all the value in your home. Mm-hmm. Okay? Or, um, you know... Uh, um, a regional town um, that revolves around a gas plant or, or mining shuts down overnight. You know, maybe the sector shuts down. Th- th- these are extreme situations. Yeah. When we're talking about the GTA, if you can tell me that people will stop moving to the, the GTA, then maybe I'll consider that prices will drop in the future. But let me tell you, there's people moving here every single day. There's people moving to Canada every single day. And... With the, with the pandemic coming to an end and people around the world with their crazy house prices, um, you know, Europe, UK, Australia, America even, um, Hong Kong, you know, those big players there, they're, they're going to be moving to nice, stable countries, stable economies somewhat, nice people, you know, nice, friendly neighborhoods. Toronto's on the map. Canada's on the map. The only thing I'll say is you overpay if you personally cannot afford the place you're you're buying yeah that's a good point you need to know your own financial Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. and you can get unemotionally involved in a place and maybe you offer more than you were expecting to pay and that's how you feel like you overpaid but you have to know your own finances and your own situation and as i said um you know apart from these extreme situations and and i understand that people do get into hardships and they have to sell or you know they're close to defaulting other than that um, you just don't sell if the market's down. Don't panic sell. I mean, that's the worst move you could do. Mm-hmm. There are people, there are stories of people selling and going to rent, okay? Waiting, Waiting the for the market to drop so they can buy back in low. It's not like stocks. It's not like cryptocurrency. It just doesn't work like that. Um, you know, the, the prices are crazy and in two years, three years time, they're going to be even crazier. So it's all about perspective, you know? Yep. Jess, your your uh, downtown city place condo for two hundred and sixty five thousand dollars. That my dad said I was crazy. Your dad said you were crazy because his mortgage was one hundred and sixty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Like, could you believe buying? Could you imagine buying a condo for two hundred sixty five thousand? I mean, yeah. to you, that's a lot of money. It, it is was. a lot of money. It, it was is. at the time. It was. It was a good chunk of mm-hmm. money, and now it's tripled. Now it's tripled. And it's so, been what six years? Six years. Yeah, we're not talking about. From the 80s to, you know, no. that's 40 years. We're talking about, you know, like short spans. Yeah. Now, we're talking about in terms of, wow, remember buying last year in November? Under 500. You know? The average condo is hitting, pushing uh, 700,000 now. Yeah. Yeah. Livable you know? size condos. Not micro condos. Not micro condos, which is a new thing. Um, but that's kind of where we're at. Um, again, you will never overpay... Unless you sell under duress or under stress or for any other kind of external factor, 
that's going to make you sell at the wrong time, just don't sell. That's it. Just sit there. Yeah. Um, pay more down into your mortgage. You know, at least you're not paying rent. Mm-hmm. That's what we should all strive to move through. Okay, so that gets us on to the next uh, number six, which is the bubble is going to burst. Well, none of us have a crystal ball, number no. one. If we did, we'd all be in a bad recession. <laughs> <laughs> Look. We've been hearing about this bubble for 25 the bubble, years. The bubble, the bubble. These are all these people that have maybe lost money or should have bought and they're, they're a bit salty about yeah. it. Yeah. Look, here, if you look around in the markets around the world, it's interesting because, you know, in especially in Western culture, we're all very similar in the way we're set up. In Australia, which I think is, is comparable, um, you know, it, last year, um, the bubble did burst, believe it or not. We said in Australia, I listened to my parents say it, other, other people say it, uh, they said the bubble's going to burst, the bubble's going to burst, the for 20 years, maybe 30 years. And look, last year, it actually did burst. And overnight, house prices dropped 10%, which is a lot. Yeah. Huge. That's a lot. And that might have been enough to um, push some people back out of the market again. Not sure. Um, but here's the thing. Within three months, that was an opportunity for people to buy in. Well, that's it. The market dropping 10% was a huge opportunity for people that have been waiting on the sidelines for a year, six months, two months, um, waiting to jump into the market. And they did. And, and then, then the prices went back, yes, right back up. Over. So, you know, and these, these investments, they're not... That it's not day trading. Yeah. This is long term. This is long term. And, you know, we've been talking recently about people wanting to get a, make a quick buck. Like, that's not how this works. Now, yes, between November and now, house prices have gone up maybe 300000 more. And that's, that's a quick buck. But that's just lucky. That was, yeah. that was a, a, a city that's now recognizing itself as a global city that had a lot of areas that were undervalued. And now, um, you know, the true, actual true value of uh, houses are being realized, yeah. I think. You know, people, people from these expensive cities, as I mentioned before, are coming here and saying, wow, I can buy a fully detached house near the go. Yes, it's, it's 45 minutes on the go, but I can, I can get that for 700, 800,000. Like, you know, that's, that's the reality. And lifestyles have changed and work situations have changed yeah. and, and maybe you you never thought you could buy, but you could get into something that you weren't thinking. And that's what's driving the market everywhere. It's not just in the GTA. Mm-hmm. We've seen that quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, that was the biggest factor. People um, wanted space, the pandemic, work from home situation. I'll be interested to see uh, how that plays out, the work from home situation, whether people have to start going back to work. Yeah. Um, the percentages of how many people do have to go to work or whether it's a flexible thing. Um, yeah. but, and that might affect people moving back but to But if the you're city. banking on the bubble to burst, I just don't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. First of all, you don't want that to happen. Yeah, you just don't want that to happen. Um, real estate is the biggest, one of the biggest driving factors in any economy because it creates so many jobs, yeah. including ours. Thousands um, of jobs. Thousands of jobs. Trades. Suppliers, even just the the uh, you know the little uh, tuck shop or a little takeaway joint on the corner mm-hmm. near the construction sites. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, so many jobs. Yeah. White collar jobs, blue collar jobs. It's really um, it was very smart that the government um, didn't stop construction, construction in in Ontario. Yeah, it's and very important. It's, it's the smartest thing that they did. Um, 
Okay, so the bubble's not going to burst, guys. Uh, you heard it here now. <laughs> Look, we can't guarantee anything, but um, it's just the reality that we live in. Okay, the, the last one, number seven, real estate myth. I'm waiting for my dream home. Yes. Yeah, we all are waiting for our dream home, but you're not going to get it on the first try, maybe not the second try. Jess's little condo downtown in City Place. Yeah. Like, it was less than 500 square feet? No, it was yeah. a little... No, it was 486. Le- 486 square feet. And this was back in the day when they were making massive condos. Yeah, it was just so a little make guy. A big one. Just a little guy. But the reality is, guys, you have to start somewhere. Yeah. And it's, it will not be perfect. Look, you might be super lucky, win the lotto, run into some inheritance, bank a mom and dad. Good for you. Get in any way you can. But the reality is, you know, the way that most of us have to do it is we have to start small. We have to start maybe further out. Um, you know, find a way in. Find a yeah, way in. Yeah, make a few moves, smart moves, mm-hmm. and you'll get there. And you'll get there. It just may take five years instead of one year. I moved, I worked out, by the time we moved into this townhouse, Jess, I had moved 16 times in my life. Yeah. But what that taught me um, was not only to be flexible and pivot, as the uh, the term is, these days mm-hmm. no but it just mean it just meant that i realized my parents were always making money moves in real estate money moves money moves yeah um always opportunities and uh that's the reality and now they live in you know they lived in a fantastic home on a golf course before and you know you you will get there you'll get there and it, it'll be yeah, this it's a little bit now. of sacrifice yeah. as long as you can make it work and if you're you know paying into your mortgage rather than just rent um, that's where you want to be and the equity, you know, just living in it and watching the prices go up around you. Um, it's better than, you know, screaming at a blog TO post for, uh, you know, a piece of land selling yeah. for a million bucks. Yeah. And sitting on the sidelines. Sitting on the sidelines. You know, um, there are areas that we could, um, you know, recommend to you. Um, if you don't have a lot of money to get your first home or if you have a smaller down payment, uh, you know, there's a lot of options. And uh, it's just something that we, uh, we all have to work towards. And, um, you know, it all comes down to your needs and wants and, and your uh, financial capabilities, really. Yeah. You reckon this is our dream home, Yes. No, not mine. It might be someone's dream home. It's great. And I it, like it'll it. keep us, like, happy for a few yeah. years. But I, again, am a realtor. <laughs> 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 and I, I'm always looking for something else. Always looking for something else, eh? Yeah. But it's a great place, but it's not perfect. Nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. Um, guys, we did do a beautiful podcast. It was very popular. Podcast. Yes, we did do a podcast about um, our situation, our personal journey, and and all the stepping stones getting to where we are right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to go and listen to that, I forget which which one it is, but you can easily find it out. It's, it's titled pretty obviously. Um... Go have a listen to that one. That really detailed, especially if you're maybe if you're just renting right now, um, or maybe if you if you got a little small condo and you're ready to move to the next step. Huge amount of value in there. Mm-hmm. A lot of advice and just the way to shape your mentality to uh, to to be able to get this done in in this lifetime. Yeah, it doesn't seem feasible, but it's not impossible. What's that fun that that famous saying? It doesn't happen overnight, but it does happen. I don't know that one. Yeah, you know it. Oh. Everyone at home, if you know that reference, uh, let us know. Type Send a message. Send a message. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I think that kind of wraps it up. Yeah. Um, 
Hopefully we demystify, demystify the real estate market. Yeah. It's lots of myths, lots of uh, interesting information out there. And uh, if you have any other questions, because there are plenty of questions on all of these topics, please don't hesitate to reach out. Uh, hit us up on the Gmail. It is Hickson Real Estate Team. That's Hickson Real Estate Team at gmail.com. Follow or us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at Hickson Real Estate uh, or on TikTok at Hickson Real Estate or the Facebook little business page. You know, every form of social communication. Yeah. Um, Besides, like, I don't know, Snapchat? Yeah, we're not into Snapchat. What's a Snapchat, Jess? But if you are interested in reaching out and being on the podcast and talking about your own personal experience... Wow, Jess, that's... That would be that's really a big, cool. You know what? And that's what we're actually going to do this year is we're going to get some of our past clients. Um, we're going to get some people on the podcast yeah. with us this so year. You don't have to listen to us only. <laughs> <laughs> If you would like to come on, you know, yeah. whether you're renting or yeah. whether you're in the middle of the, the whole stepping stone stage yeah. or whether you had your dream home and you downsized, yeah. we want to hear from you. Yeah. Get on the podcast, guys. Yeah, we We're super mobile. Um, we've got a little setup here, as you can see on TikTok. Got a little uh, little, little mic, headphones, a little, uh, little laptop. Yeah, we could We're do a, super mobile. We could do a Zoom. We could do a Zoom. As well. Do a Zoom as well. Um, or even a phone call. That'd be fantastic. We want to hear from you. Um, but again, guys, happy 2022. Let's make this the year. We're going to jump into real estate. We're going to smash it. Um, we're going to grab some equity. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> we're going to get a, we're going to lock in in a fantastic low rate. It can only go up from it here. It can only get better guys. <laughs> All right. Thanks, thanks for, for listening, listening and we'll speak to you guys soon.